Hi, I'm Stuart Huff. At night, I'm a stand-up comedian, but during the day, I spend my time roaming through junk shops that hopefully smell like mildew. I'm not looking for antiques. No, I'm looking for items that spark my curiosity. And if they're the right price, then they come home with me. This podcast is accurately named Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Welcome to another episode of Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities. Stuart's Junk. Stuart's Junk. Huff Stuff. (laughs) Huff Stuff. (laughs) Huff Stuff. All right, now, uh, from the onset of this show right here, this is a situation. This is exactly the way I want it, too. I've got two experts in the room with me, and and I, I know nothing. I'm going to learn. I got questions, okay? When are these experts showing up? For, no. <laughs> my uh, good friends, both of them, to my right is Danny Bevins, uh, and we're going to be talking about the military today. I got two, oh, uh, wow. yeah, yeah. I got two military guys with me here two with that's the that's the experts right okay i'm looking from the outside i got a little i had yeah i have a little experience with that yeah you have a little experience (laughs) not only do you have experience but you let's okay let's start with danny here danny bevins uh give us your your rundown here not you and your dad and your fan i mean it's yeah there's no members of my family that didn't serve i think my, my brother didn't serve which but he I mean, that would, I don't know if that would count, but it, no, uh, my dad was a Green Beret, uh, and uh, and then I was uh, airborne infantry for four years, and yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, there's a thing where you, you know, when you sign up, like I, I took the ASVAB test, and that's a, the test to, for the military, where you find out what your jobs can be, and uh, like... I guess I almost aced it or whatever. I got in the highest percentile. Yeah. And they were like, any job, any job you want. And the guy's laying out. He's like, we got computers. We got. And I said, yeah, I want, uh, I want airborne infantry and I want Ranger in my contract. I want to. And the guy goes, I said, let me show you again all these things <laughs> that you can do. Uh, and, uh, and I was like, no, I want to do that. And, um, and yeah, and he was like, okay, and he was right. I should have fucking done. Really? Yeah. Looking back, he was right. Yeah, I mean, if I went back now, I don't know that. I don't know that there's a a way that you get because I I think you could say like I wouldn't do it, but I don't know. There's there's a way that I get out of going in the military. But if I was going back now and doing it now, mm-hmm. I would go and uh, I would try to become a helicopter pilot. To me, really? that's the yeah yeah. And that's the thing I wanted to ask you about, mm-hmm. like. Let me introduce Lowell okay. and then let's right. and then let's crank it up because right. we this is going to be interesting because I've got yeah. a bu- I got a bunch of questions for both of you and no <laughs> answers. Right. Yeah. Well, right. I don't know. have yeah. any answers for yeah. you either. Right. So, well, I might answer that question with a question. Uh, so Danny Bevins and, and we have my good friend Lowell. Uh, nice run down your give us your before we jump into this. OK. Give us your Nin- uh, 1978 graduated from high school, signed up for the Army National Guard in Ohio because they would pay for my tuition. Decided I really liked it. Wound up going to officer candidate school and getting my commission and then taking active duty tours wherever I could uh, after that. And I think Ulysses S. Grant signed my discharge papers because I've been out a long time. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want any kind of concurrent uh, or current uh, information on the military, I'm not your man. I don't think it's going to matter. What I want to talk about, I think, has been from the beginning to now. Army? Yeah. 
Army. Okay. Yep, Army style. And, and it's a very similar story to yours. The recruiter tried to talk me into, uh, go, kid, do something with computers. Right. You know, do something with photography. Be a journalist. I'm like, I want to be in the infantry. Oh, like, yeah. Dude, you, you grew up in, in, a, in a lily white suburb. I'm telling you, going to the infantry is like going to prison. Right. You will not fare well there. So I kept pestering me. Finally said, all right, but I never want to hear from you again. Don't come back and say to me right. whining after. So he wasn't wrong. That's a good recruiter. Yeah, you sure yeah. show up there the first night, and there's a fight in the barracks, <laughs> and all the kids that get off the bus, half of them in 1978 got off the bus, were there because the judge said two years in the Army yeah. or four years in jail. Right. So and the military was broke then. Oh, I mean, it yeah. was, it was. Oh, after Vietnam, it was, it was, yeah, it was, it was broken in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, financially, morally, bankrupt. There's yeah. all kinds of uh, problems with that. And so you, he, you, he wasn't wrong. You stationed in Italy. For I eventually wound up being stationed in Italy uh, as I wound, I sort of. Vincenzo? Uh, no, up at, at uh, uh, Aviano Air Force Base. I was wow. a medical liaison okay. because I'd worked my way from infantry. When I became a commissioned officer, uh, I went in the cavalry. Yeah, because you don't I get to pick my that, way, right? You don't get yeah. to pick as an officer. They pick for you? No, you get to pick, but it's based on your class ranking. Right. So I, I was able to pick cavalry because I did pretty well in OCS. Right. And wound up back as an instructor at OCS eventually and enjoyed that immensely as well. But started to have philosophical concerns with my service. Right. So just sort of eased my way out of the service. And medical liaison was a much, uh, hmm. you know, just, just a step, a stepping stone out. I couldn't just cut the cord. Right. I had to ease my way back into civilian life. It's like a halfway house. Yeah, yeah, it's a different world. Yeah, it's a, it's everything changes overnight. Like when you go when you go from the military to the to to back to being a civilian. But I wanted to say this, Dad. This is something that my wife has. She finds odd, and and I find anybody that's never been in the military. When I hear a helicopter, I immediately relax. I might like my whole body goes. You relax. Yeah, like I can. I feel like okay. Like a helicopter. The sound of a helicopter to me. Wow. Is like I'm gonna be all right. And is that the same with you? Well, I don't have that experience because I didn't have to serve in combat. Okay. But what I do have the experience of every time I hear a helicopter, I wait to listen to identified as civilian or military. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay. But it's just the sound. That's of the sound of that. Yeah, it's just the sound. Like, See, I get nervous when I hear the helicopter. They used to fly, yeah. In L.A., <laughs> they used to. What going those on? helicopters. Police helicopters. And they're, they're flying around, and you, you have the mm-hmm. spotlight and the whole thing. Yeah, oh, yeah, Chris yeah. is like, oh, my God, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm in there snoring. Like, this is, <laughs> yeah. is nothing. If there's a helicopter above, we're okay. We're Everything okay. is good. You know what I mean? Right. This is not... It, it it can be a whole lot worse than this. So yeah. All right. Now let's let's start this. Let's uh, let's start this this discussion with. I want Lowell to tell the story that you told me uh, a week, two weeks ago, or something about uh, first day, right? And they asked. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. After after you go to basic training, in those days they didn't tie your method of service, your MOS. Right. In with basic training. They were separate schools. Right. So we depart from Fort Knox and basic training, go down to Fort Benning for infantry school. First day, this guy, about five foot five with Coke bottle glasses, because he's the captain. Delta 6-1 walks out and says, gentlemen, I'm an infantryman. 
and a Christian. I serve my God by serving my country. Okay. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck? <laughs> really? Yeah. Really? Those two things mesh for you? And just weeks before, when they issue your dog tags, yeah. they ask you your religious preference. Yeah, and cool. even at that time, I was at least an agnostic by then. I hadn't become a full-blown atheist, but I certainly had my doubts about religion. Mm-hmm. So I said, yeah, I don't think I believe in anything. Well, three drill sergeants descended on me to disagree with my yes. opinion, to dissent, <laughs> yes. and let me know that there were no godless heathens in the U.S. Army and that I would forthwith come up with a religious <laughs> preference. Right. I left there with dog tabs that said Baptist. Yeah. And there's a fellow, or, and one of my motivating factors was when we went through to get that line of shots you get, your inoculations when you first go in, because God knows we all come from all these divergent backgrounds yeah, and geez. could give each other diseases. There was some kid from the tough streets of Philly who said, I'm not getting no motherfucking shots. Shots? Fuck you, man. <laughs> so back in those days, and it's a lot different now, but back in those days, he was led outside by a quartet of drill sergeants. They bring him back in five minutes later. He's got one eye that's swelling shut. Right. You know, mm-hmm. a lip that's swollen, a little bit of blood coming across, and a tear rolling down one cheek. And then they held him up in front of everybody and gave him his shots. I'm like, give me more. I'll was have it extra. The, was it the guns? Yeah. Yeah. You just walk down a line, line yeah. and there's a bunch it. of specialists yeah. on either side of yeah. you going. Wow. You run the gauntlet of yeah. shots. And that, now, that, that inspired me to go ahead and give them, tell them I was a Baptist because that's the only thing that came to mind. At the right. right. So yeah. you, they Whatever said, you what is your religious preference? And you, I'm, I'm an agnostic. Or, and they, yeah. no, 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 you you're not. not. No, you're not. No, you're, you heathen motherfucker. We won't right, have that. Right. Home. And then you, you, you just seen this guy get his ass yeah, kicked because he didn't yeah, want to shut. So that. I'm a Baptist. Yeah. It was right. a little bit better when I was in, but it was, but they still had that. They, they, they still asked you? They, they weren't supposed to as, it wasn't. But it was there. You just knew it. You know what I mean? Whenever they would pray, we get up, all right, those of you that want to pray. And everybody was like, well, I guess we got to go over there, right? I was like, fuck off. I'm not going to your little prayer meeting. Good luck with that. <laughs> you know what I mean? You could go police the grounds. That <laughs> yeah. was always the thing. Exactly. If you wanted and to I didn't basic give training. a shit about that. I was yeah. fine with that. You know what I mean? I don't, you know, I, I, I always thought that was funny. I always thought, you know what they did to Tillman, right? To Tillman's family, that fucking yeah, colonel geez. said, or it was uh, a general, was he a one-star general? He said that, uh, you know, that's probably, probably what happened to you is because you don't believe in God. That's geez, what, wow. You know what I mean? yeah. Now, Tillman was the football player yeah, from yeah. Pat Tillman. You know, when they Kansas say, City. when they say that, you know, because there's always this thing about America where the, that people are willing to give up everything to defend this country and yeah. it, and the, the legions of, of people who have done that and I can tell you how many it was Pat Tillman that's how <laughs> many you know what I mean I know there were more than that but that's the nu- that's really what it is somebody you know, who actually somebody gave something gave, up hey, yes really. Pat Tillman was a professional football yeah. player yeah. you know he's he's reached the height right he's a professional yeah. football player and then stops and goes to war and doesn't do a he doesn't do a an Elvis thing where he does some no, some fucking shakes ranger. some hands He's and signs some autographs. Airborne ranger, yeah. yeah, he went to war. Yeah, and, and then, atheist he was, guess, right? Yes, Tillman was an yeah. atheist. Yeah, and that's whenever you see these things, uh, like you're watching a game and they show him. They, I always think, well, why are you withholding? Why don't you tell me the truth about that? Yeah. If you really honor the man, 
if he was a Catholic, you'd say the the proud Catholic airborne. You know, why, why are you holding the? Which is what I want to talk about because from outside in, like what Danny just said is the perfect word. He said they knew you weren't supposed to. They, that's that's exactly what I I think about this for years. You know, am I wrong in thinking this is you're protecting a serving constitution, right? And yeah. There's separation of church and state. Why would they even ask you what religious preference you are? When you, who cares? It's that you're not. But that's their thing. You know what I mean? If you believe that there's this God and that you believe in the book, and then you believe that you're, um, you know, uh, you're in service to this being, right? Mm-hmm. And you're right. You have to be right. If you're not right, then what are you doing? You know what I mean? So they they have this, it's always the thing, like I always wanted to be religious because it just seems fun, you know? They all it seem seems so amazing. And happy. And, uh, but I could never get through that. The, what? The burning, wait, what? <laughs> what? Uh, Fuck off. Uh, you know what I mean? Like that. And, uh, but they believe that. And, and, and that's, well, in some ways, don't you believe that there's a little bit of co-opting religion going on, of religion going on here? Because the hierarchy of the military, in in many ways, looks like the hierarchy of the church. Yeah, and mm. having a greater cause it's in structure both assembly. structures is right. very important. Right. Because even if you're you're not serving God, you're serving the higher cause of protecting the Constitution. It's always something that's broad and, and nebulous. And not specific, because if it were specific, you couldn't go do things like invade Afghanistan or Iraq or when there's no purpose that's specific. Yeah, it's certainly right. a right. Like it's it's certainly a um, another vehicle to control behavior, right? Absolutely. And then and that allows this to go on. But the weirdest thing about it is the higher the echelon. Of, and I don't mean by like rank, but I mean by, uh, like the more intense uh, special special operators, okay. you know, special operations, mm, right. right? Then the religious people are outnumbered because ah, at that okay. level, okay, you know what yeah. I mean. You're talking about somebody who is a you know, a complete alpha male and a, and is and is a thinker, you know, because there's yeah. mo- there's mo- more to uh, all of it is the mind, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the SEAL team, you know, getting through the part of C- uh, of to become a SEAL is mental more than it is. I mean, you're going to be able to do the physical part, mm-hmm. but, but it's lots of people mental. can do the physical part. Right. You've got to have but both, the, right? And though, and the people that have that kind of mentality and that idea have probably long ago gone look i'm sorry i mean it, it seems like a cute story and i like you know the way you do with your books but uh, that just doesn't work for me you know what I let mean? me bring this and up that's danny a really good point yeah. let, let me bring this up danny because this fascinates me law okay mm-hmm. i want you to talk introduce us to some of the stuff that you like you said to me recently that there's so much about the church that you like oh i love it right talk about it. but then when it comes to the st- you want me to believe this story right. well, i don't believe that story but what is it about the church that you like that's the community it's coming together right. and 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 holding hands and saying 
Wouldn't it be great if we were better people? Yeah. And let's talk about what we can do in this next week to be better people together. And let's come together and try to help other people. And fucking music and singing and, you know, together. All of that, I'm in. I'm in with all of that. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I, a room full of people singing, you know, but the, and then that that's always the other thing too. They pick a song and you're like, what the fuck? First of all, <laughs> nobody can sing this song. It's not even a good song. <laughs> and it's the music sucks and the words, you know what I mean? It's like white people fuck up a church. And that's bad. the reason black churches yeah. are so it's much better. It's so much fun. It's so much it's, better. You know, and it's even I even like the kind of uh the curiosity. You know, because the, the other, that's the other thing about churches too, that you gotta give them some stuff, right? One of them is that I go to church quite frequently, more frequently than people would imagine. Right. And you identify as an agnostic. Yeah. Because I want to see like different churches, how they do it. You know what I mean? And nobody comes up to you and goes, you can't come in here. You mm-hmm. know, I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. You know, although I did see in New York one time a guy get thrown out of a Catholic church. And I was like, holy shit. It wasn't even a priest. I was like, really? <laughs> I mean, what did that guy do? I mean, you're fucking the kids and you get to stay. And you get to what, stay. What did, yeah, what did he do? do? So, he, yeah. He burned the kids' phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> but I loved. He burned their phone <laughs> <laughs> uh, He told on us. Um, yeah, I love that idea. I, I think that I genuinely, you know, it's the, the bad thing about being agnostic is that uh and again i don't claim to be an atheist because i don't know i have no idea right right um but i would love that i would love to have a community that came together and they they do they have these sort of well we're unitarians we're okay with you being gay we're gonna, mm-hmm. and then they and then they open the book and you go ah, fuck, see that i don't care <laughs> right, right. you now, know am I, mean? I wrong lol am i wrong in this okay because you know I talked to Danny. I hear stories about his buddies. I talked to you. What was it like in Italy? What, you know, I'm curious, right? Right. And here's the thing I'm jealous of. From my friends that were in the military, here's the thing that I constantly find myself jealous of. There's a bond. Absolutely. There's There's a unity. There's a group of people. There's a group of men and women that you form. It's more than friendship. Oh, yeah. There's a friendship, yes. But it's more than it's, that. It's, it's much deeper friends. than that. You no. might not even it's like be being friends. It's like on a football team. Yeah. You're not friends with everybody on that football no. team. But when the, the whistle blows, it's fucking game you're on. all pulling the right. same yeah, direction. Yeah, yeah. And I'm jealous of that because I've never had that feeling, and I want that feeling. right? But am I right in, in saying yeah. what Danny's describing, which I agree with? If you, go, if you live in a small town in Kentucky, right, and once a week you come to this building, yeah. And you all come together. You don't love everybody in the room. Let's. You're not friends with everybody in the room. Right. But when you know when the door shuts and someone blows the trumpet, you're all there as a community, right? And you know that Jimmy lost his job, so you're gonna bring some food in that we. You've heard the everybody's right. talked, and Jimmy needs a needs help, and you're gonna come together as a community. Am I wrong in saying there's a similarity between these two things? Not at all. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, why you do know, they have to be put together? Why do we have to be together to be able to no, feel it? Why do you have to be a Christian to be in the military? Why? Well, you don't. well you don't. I'm not saying you have to, right. but why is it kind it's of easier. like 
why is it kind of shoved? It seems to me a, a group of men and women, military, right? You, you, you join up, you're getting this, that you're from the, you're getting the best parts of the, of the church in this. So why do you, why are they so insistent that we're a God, the army's fighting for God? And you know, why? Well, I do but, think it comes back to what we had discussed about fate and a, a belief in fate. Because one of the things for soldiers, at least in my experience, is, is a belief that it's your day or it isn't. Yeah. You know, and so that's how you do your job because yeah. you'd be crippled by fear. Right, so if right. you take the step to start believing that things are preordained and that there is such a thing as fate, it's not a far leap to start thinking, well, there must be some something creating this fate. There's Somebody said something set There's up the fate. There's a puppet master somewhere. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, it, they all sort of intermeddle. But it never it leads sense. to, well, if it's already done, then you don't need me. I'm checking out. <laughs> I'll be over there. Uh, which would be, which you would know, be your fate. Yeah, Maybe that's right. your fate. Yeah, that's, which yeah, is yeah. what yeah. happened with me. It's right. like, yeah, 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 you don't need me. And that's critical I'm thinking, <laughs> which is outlawed. <laughs> yeah, right. In both of these institutions the that we're talking I, about. You know, I, again, we, we, have different, yeah. we have different periods. Not yep. far, but I'm, you I'm, know. There's a vast I'm eight years removed. I'm eight years later after him. Right. Okay, and things had changed military. drastically from that. Yeah. You're saying, right. yeah, yeah. And Reagan had dumped money in there. Casper Weinberg is pouring money. Yeah, in there at that yeah. Point. And 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 look, and in my unit, I'm sure that there were Christians like, like a lot. You know, I'm sure that there were more. They were more religious than they led on to be. But in my unit, it was sort of like the movie North Dallas Forty, where we had the one guy. That, Come on, guys, you. Want to pray? And everybody's fuck <laughs> off. Get okay, out of the way. Okay. You're yeah. in the fucking way. You're the backup quarterback. Get Timmy, out of here. get the fuck. Why? What? Yeah. Fuck off, Timmy. You know, like that. And <laughs> it was just, it was, I mean, I, you know, you had, there were. So from Lowell's time to Danny's time, what I'm feeling is, in Lowell's time, it was, we are, you're a Baptist. Yeah. That's what you, you know. Well, you, just at, at basic training, once you get into your units, it's more like, like Danny's yeah. described. Once you're in the unit, everybody's back to just being themselves. But but at, at the beginning, when they're indoctrinating you and bringing you into the brotherhood, right. it is a, you will not be a godless heathen at that time. Right. right. And these were everybody there. All my drill sergeants were Vietnam veterans. Right. They'd just come through a horrific experience. Sure, yeah. They'd survived it. They'd killed people, watched their friends die. They had a different take on the world than I did, and I was 18 years old. Yeah. Right. And they were letting me know that they had a different take on the world. Right. And, and you know, asserting their supremacy. Uh, yeah, and some of the shit that they probably saw was... Oh, you, horrific. You know, I mean, and it, and yeah. then to come back and know that it was for not... Nothing, yeah. Yeah. And so they... Too hard to face. It's yeah. And it's easy to put a... It's all about this, and I... Yeah. Know, that's... You know, and the other side of it too is like guys that that make it, you know. If, you know, you got and, that when bird. somebody when somebody dies, you know, there's some guilt. There's there. a lot of yeah. fucking shit you carry around. Sure, you know what I mean. So yeah, I don't think. I mean, I I don't begrudge the people that have that. I guess I guess it's another one of those things where the the idea is like. To me, the fact is that it took a little while for the pushback of like fuck off. Leave me alone. Keep that. You keep your thing, and I'll keep mine. We so still had it, but we didn't. Am have I it wrong like that. in 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 saying when Lowell, when you were in, uh, how do I put this? There was a little more. You're not gonna be a godless heathen, right? When Danny was in, it was he's a godless heathen, whatever. 
You know, well, we have our godless heathens, and they do a very good job. Right. Of we're not gonna of we're not killing g- the other godless heathens, and we're gonna <laughs> be okay with these. You know, yeah. But, no, but I. But that you yeah. were. Now let's let's say you stand up, and you know what what religious preference are you? Agnostic, like Lowell. Lowell said, and when he went in, you said agnostic. What? Do they just write that down, or are they know. like? You know, are they know. just going to give you the godless heathen speech? Yeah, I don't know if I had. Uh, on, I'd have to go back and look, uh, look back at my dog tags. That's the thing that I don't remember. I don't remember yeah. it, so I don't know. I still got mine hanging in my closet, and every once in a while I run into them, and right there it is. You know, a positive. Yeah, Baptist. my mom has all <laughs> that shit. That's Which is really funny when you read it as a sentence, right? Because I tried to throw it all away. When I came home, so I, I my mom saved all of that and held on to okay. it. And, you know, so let me show you some stuff I found that's just. Oh, you got it. You got to do it. You yeah. got to do it. So, I'm, I'm uh, here. by the way, I like the idea that it's just Lowell, like he's Madonna. <laughs> well, you I, know what I mean, I should address that, shouldn't I? Here's in my mind. I'm a civilian in this world. <laughs> in my mind, here's the thing. Um, Danny Bevan, you're all over Facebook. You're a comedian. You're out there. Your videos. Everybody yeah, can check yeah, Danny out, which yeah. I highly recommend, by the way. You're not hidden, you know? Right. We're, we might get some nasty emails with what we're talking about. Oh, I, I see. Lowell. I see. Lowell, not his real name. Right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I, I, know, I'm in the witness protection But I like program. the one name thing. I just, right. I He's think a happily cool. married man yeah. with a couple of brilliant, intelligent, wonderful, curious kids. Well, that's what I thought me. until I met Peter and started talking about his I kids. know. All my I'm friends. I'm going home and slapping my kids. <laughs> you know you know what I love? I, I do not have a friend in my life who doesn't have curious, smart kids. I mean, so I must be picking good friends or something. Yeah. All right, let's see. I'm going to pass this to Danny and okay. just, I just, I found this thing. All right. And I'm going to pass it to Danny. Now, this is obviously a bullet shaped cartridge, right? I want you to twist the bottom of it. Okay. okay. And then you can kind of describe it to people. I don't know anything about it. I don't even know what caliber that would be. Does it turn? Yeah. I guess. A little door should open on it. Oh, it does. Oh, I see. Oh, my God. The Virgin Mary <laughs> in a bullet. Yeah. Wow. Talk about really so, not getting what you're supposed that, to be That sounded like Casey Kasem right there. Like, see, that's, that, thank hey. you. What Daddy just said, not getting it. I mean, yeah. am I wrong? Am He's I being a, judgmental in looking at that and saying, you uh, have missed the entire, entire damn point? point. <laughs> yeah, missed the, have you read the Bible story? Uh, God. <laughs> I think they got the point. Yeah. Yeah, that's well, a that's violent, another, vengeful God. That's another, ar- that's another angle to this conversation I want to bring up. Okay. Let's, let's talk about Here this bullet are. first. Oh, and let's, now, you know. Oh, I, my God. That is, that is amazing. That is really, that's really, it's sad and it's it's uh uh i don't know it just makes me it's depressing it's that depressing that's what as they hell. do but like, it does indicate how much pe- time you have on your hands in the middle of the oh it's true <laughs> somebody right? spent a hell of a lot yeah. for that up yeah so it's a little it's a little bullet i have no idea what it's a little alter it's a little you set yeah. that up in your trench here you good yeah. right you're you're in the trench right and you and and you turn the base of it kind of swivels and it opens what's a the, door what's the size of the caliber though i mean i don't know what that is cuz that the, obviously the top they just they just melted but don't you think the casing is i don't think so no 
not looking at it's it. It's just bullet shaped. It's, it's just bullet, bullet shaped. shaped. It's yeah. clearly meant to be a bullet. Or to look like yeah. that. Because it, it resembles one. It took time yeah, to make separate. it took time to make that thing. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, if they didn't want it to be bullet shaped, they would have made it an easier shape to get the Virgin Mary in there. Right. They could have made it a house. Right. <laughs> you yeah. know, made it a lot easier. So they got a little bullet shaped casing. I like the Byzantine archway. That's a nice <laughs> little dis- detail right there, man. And you twist the bottom of that thing, and a door opens on the side of the bullet. And inside, inside of the bullet is the is is innocence and <laughs> right. Um, Hail Mary, Mother Grace. Yeah, yeah, Virgin Mary and, is and inside of a bullet. The 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 object. How would you say that? Love as a as a shrine. Right, because mm-hmm. that's what she is. She's the mother, immaculate conception. Jesus Christ, how do they fucking buy this stuff? I don't. <laughs> well, and so many religions have immaculate conception. I know Zoroastrianism. Right. What is it? Buddha. What? I mean, all these people they, were supposed. Why to is sex so bad it, I, that the one that they're gonna have? This it, just goes back to biology. You know? women have power. Men create institutions to try to get that power. Women get to decide who swims in the gene pool. Right. Institution after institution after institution that males invent are meant to rob women of this ultimate power that they have. And to put us back, that's why women wow, are that's a great shamed for enjoying sex. Yeah. But, you know, they've only got so many eggs. We can have children right up till we die. Yeah. They've got a limited calendar and only so many eggs. They're born with all the ones they're going to have. We're making more sperm daily. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, we so, just did. If you start seeing factory, there you go. (laughs) We're like we're like Play-Doh, and they're the Fabergé eggs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm almost fifty-nine. That that factory has slowed down its output. Yeah, but it's still but it's still working. Yeah, right. Boys are doing the backstroke, but they're swimming. Right, yeah, right, right. So first of all, let's let's clear this bridge. First of all, okay. Now, there are. People, you know, lots of books. A good one, Zealot. Lowell and I have discussed Zealot. Have you read Zealot? I haven't read Zealot. Great book. Okay. Here's the premise of this book. Let me pitch it just for a minute. Right. This this kid, Iran, was he? where was he born? I can't remember. He's Middle Eastern. Middle Eastern. And grew up Muslim. Okay. And then in the 80s, you know, they had all the mullahs and all that. You know, right. So his family has to leave their homeland, right? And they come to California. They hate religion. The mullahs and religion is the reason they had to leave, you know. So, yeah, he says at the beginning of the book, agnostic household, atheist household, at the very, very, very least, we don't want to talk about any of that crap. Right. That kind of household. Right, right. Might have been a Koran in a drawer somewhere. Right. You know, but whatever. Then he gets, he meets a buddy, teenage years, goes to a Christian camp. Here's the story of Jesus. He had never heard this before. It's the greatest story he's ever heard in his life. Then he begins to teach it to everybody. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then he loves it so he's much. Evangelist. He goes to college to study religion. Right. Okay. And then realizes this isn't real. <laughs> then he goes through the whole thing that we've all been through of I was lied to and you're mad and you're angry. Then calms but down. But I was taught an incredible sales technique. <laughs> The best sales technique ever. Yeah, I've got that. Okay, so now he he he's he's still studying religion. He finds it fascinating. Doesn't believe, but finds it fascinating. Right. So he spent the last two decades of his life 
trying to research all sorts of history, right? All, I mean, we're talking unearthing every stone there is, not just the Bible, right? And now he's written a book on who he thinks the real Jesus Christ was. He's trying to eliminate, he's trying to write a book on Jesus of Nazareth, not Jesus Christ. And in the process, laying out his opinions on why they made up these stories to enhance this guy. Right. Okay, so this is a bridge we need to cross, and then let's get back to the thing. Okay. Is there's a lot of people, uh, including this guy that wrote Zealot, a lot of people that say Jesus was never the uh, peace-loving, you know, kind of, he definitely was not that. He's a revolutionary. Uh, yes. It, it, what, what, like in Zealot, he says, what were his thoughts on violence? Well, we don't exactly know, but we know the man wasn't the peaceful turn the other cheek guy that they made him into turning over the tables in the temple guy he's my favorite that's my favorite here's one of uh, yeah Yeah. i'm I'm about to tell a joke i know this is wrong to do (laughs) i know i want the joke i'm about to tell a joke i'm doing in my act right now okay it's it's always bizarre to me when people come up to me after my show and they go you know i'm a christian and i don't like your language and i'm like are you fucking kidding me jesus cussed his ass off you do not go into the temple, turn the tables over, let all the animals run free and go, your behavior is irritating my father. <laughs> you, you're mad enough to let animals free and turn to, all oh, y'all motherfuckers, kiss my ass! Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah. Uh, all right, so he, you know, there are a, a percentage of people that study the Bible, that have analyzed, all, that, that believe that, you know, Jesus was not this turn-the-other-cheek peace love. But the majority of the people that, that identifies Christian, they don't they don't believe that. They believe he was a peaceful, loving, all giving savior and okay. Right. You, you see what I'm saying? In a weird way, they do and don't. You know what I mean? They do. They believe that he's the um, what is it? The something of peace. What is he? The Prince of Peace. Prince, Prince of Peace. Prince of Peace. Yeah. But yeah. they also wear his his. Uh, death penalty thing yeah. as they march into battle to and kill the brown go. people. And there we that, go. Or and to that's... subjugate another race of... <laughs> Look, I wouldn't be talking about this unless I had two vets in the room because these are thoughts that I've had and kept to myself for a long time. Look, I, if you say, I believe X, and, uh, and I believe Jesus is the Prince of Peace, and he's all loving, and he's all accepting, and he made all human beings equal, and we love thy neighbor and love thy brother, why are you putting her in a bullet? Yeah. Why are you putting his, Jesus' mom into a into a bullet casing? Why are you marching off with a cross around your neck and shooting a bunch of other people? I don't you get read it. the Old Testament, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and the book of Revelation. And if God, you said, that's God without a child, the Old Testament. <laughs> and when he has a kid, he's like, we need to settle down. Yeah, we need to grow up a little I bit. Have a, I have a future here. Uh, right, right, right. I can't drink all night <laughs> anymore. Uh, right, listen. Okay. We all could to come on, come together. We can do this. <laughs> this movie idea me and my friends had at 5 a.m. about Revelations, that was awesome. But I can't stay out all night with the boys anymore. <laughs> I know. I know. That was a fun yeah. Yeah. I love that they ended with that too. Here's here's some this, this fucking god is a maniac, right? And right. Then we get to the middle, all of a sudden, yeah, he's changed. He had a kid. He wants everything to work out. We should all get together. <laughs> we should all. He and wants everything the to end, work out. Here's something that just to fuck with your mind as hard as we can. <laughs> that has no, like, what the fuck? You, you read it, and go, what? Wow. 
And then you find out that apparently he was, you know, he, again, we don't know what anybody was doing, but right. there may have been, uh, you know, mind-altering drugs. One of the possibilities the on the table. The, yeah. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. But well, one this, of the, we actually know a lot about the time period. Yeah, and we know about the council that chose the books. Which council ones are Nicaea, in? Council yeah, Nicaea, years which, later. Which ones are in? Which ones are not? Well, we know at Christ's time that he was just one of many. Oh, would be prophets. I wouldn't. It even was at say, my, my professor of religion in college uh, coined it a cottage industry. Oh, he says I wouldn't say there was one in every corner, but it was damn close. And as yeah. one would be crucified, another would pop up. Right, and it yeah. was all in, in response to trying to get the Romans. Right. Well, sure. This was a revolutionary thing. I mean, when the English are in your country, you want them out. Yeah. You know, wh whatever it is. So I'm going to hand this other uh, the new piece of junk to Lowell there. Can you? Okay. Uh, let me. Oh, wait. I found that in a what we junk shop. There? Read it, Lowell. It's a patch. Wow. It is uh, an arm patch, obviously, from, uh, is that like an OV-10? Yeah, one of those old Broncos was uh, would have been uh, the folks that did spotting for aircraft. They were aerial spotters, right? In uh, Vietnam, okay, okay. It's called Night Fighters. It says "Kill a Kong for Christ." Oh God, that's beautiful. I, oh my God, I'm just in my little critical thinking brain. Wow, you you got an apple and a banana. You know what I mean? You're 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 putting two things together that don't fit together. And Lowell's shaking. You know, his an head. apple and a banana makes good fruit salad. Well, that's those true. are not two things that. All right, we got to go you're, different. Those are both. Okay, okay. This okay. is like an apple and a dirty dildo. That's what it's like. It's like those two things. Okay. All right, you know, one of them you're like, Jesus Christ, get that away from me, and the other one you're like, that's ah, an apple. I like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't or conversely, <laughs> what, yeah, get that right. damn apple. Away. Well, yeah. do I look like I eat vegetables and fruit. Come on, <laughs> bring um, that over here. But yeah, this is fucking. Yeah, this is beautiful. This is you know because it's because you don't have to. There's no there's there's no um, no ambiguity. Yeah, well, I think that's what I it, you yeah. mixed it these things perfectly, right? And yeah. you just let them live there, and you don't question either one. Uh, and there's you're the just there's the point. And you're just Jeez. like, yes, I, I got like, both uh, of these. You know, Dang. Danny's Danny's right. Perfect. Danny's absolutely right. But if I had a talk show, you know what I mean? Yep. And w if anybody said you don't question, then a buzzer would sound. Someone would win money. You know, it'd be like right, right. that's my that's my <laughs> anger button, right? You know, and it seems to me. For maybe the same, I was about to say for different reasons, but maybe the same reason that infantrymen, right, basic control, you know, and the church, both of these, you don't question. That's similar. You, you don't question. Can I, I, you know, I think that that's the, that's the view. But that's you know, the reason I want to learn all, from you guys. Tell no me. one bitches more than an infantryman. <laughs> and no one questions shit more than an infantryman. Okay. And, and and the orders and shit that we get, you know, the, the reason why the some of the best leaders are are infantry officers is because they have to corral a bunch of really dangerous people who may be at a point of like I don't give a fuck what where we go I don't care, but I ain't doing that. 
And if you make me do that, you know, there's there's always a problem. I mean, it's not it's not what everybody makes it out to be. It's mm-hmm. look, there are. Um, now again, too, I was raised by a Green Beret, so I went into the military knowing that there are illegal orders, and there are orders that I will not follow. You know what I mean? And I will, and I don't give a shit what you do. To me. That was the other side of it too. I was loved by my mother and my father, so there was no, you're gonna make me. We're going to take away your rank and we're going to make give you a dishonorable discharge. My parents weren't going to go, well, we can't have that in our house. They're going to be like, yeah, we saw that coming. You probably shouldn't have gone <laughs> in there. You know what I mean? They were not that. I never had that worry okay. that I think some people kind of hold on to. And a lot of my friends didn't. You know, a lot of mm-hmm. the guys that were. Their threats weren't affecting you. No. You know what I mean? They just, it didn't. It didn't work that way, and it doesn't work that way, you know. Um, the and the threats from the church are, you know, there's it's, it's always that, you know, the emperor with no clothes thing. It's always like, well, what are they going to do to you, you know? You know, but people allow that to happen to themselves. Uh, yeah. And now, yes, yes you know yes, what yes. what happened to Milai was not that somebody gave an order and everybody went, uh okay, I'm going to do this. What happened to Milai was they saw a, a, for a period of time up to that, they had seen friends of theirs killed and it snapped for everybody at one time. There's, look, you, you're driving down a road and it's the third time that a fucking IED blows up a Humvee in front of you, okay? And there's a fucking house right there, right? There's no way that you don't know that there's an IED out in front of your fucking house, okay? There's no way. How did you not trigger it? You know what I mean? So the guys that walk into the house, which this, I think, happened in Aditha, right? They walk in the house to kill everybody in the house, right? Now, it's horrific, but that shit's been coming, you know? And that was not a, an order. That was a, the, you know, you, you've got the kind of people that are, may be capable of that anyway and then you get that little snap figure and then you know shit just goes it just goes you you're driving dark. you're driving right and yeah. then and the, the humvee in front of you you know boom right and you you, you notice there was a house there 11 days later same road same right. and then you go hey this is the same spot we were at yeah this is the exact same spot the, you know, then seven days later, you're driving. Say, hey, uh, they know it's them. They know. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't even have to be the same spot. It's but I'm out saying in front the house. of your horse. Yep. Yeah, it's out in front of a house. Right. If it's out in front of a house, so you go the in people, and- because they have kids and they drive into there and they walk around there. And there's no way that they don't know that there's a fucking IED. They didn't set there. it off, right? But in the in the in in, in or at least that's the thought that's of the, the soldier, right? You right? Know what right? I mean? They're so putting two and two together. Okay, this is, they know, right? Yeah, it takes a little time to put one of those in place. They yeah, watch somebody dig a hole. Yeah, put right. it in there. Next thing you know, they they're in the it, house. Right? They're in. They just they go in the house with a mind full of I know, right? And then they they do something that you the come military out and go Harold. What are you digging in my yard cover for? Up. Well, hey, don't worry about it. It's all right. <laughs> Just uh, keep the family away from this area over here. Yeah. All right, Harold. Well, you know what I mean. Have a good day. And sure. Then, yeah. But then they, you know. The but, ones that yeah. you would question, is the, the people that I would question is that, and I think they still exist, right, that there are guys in little rooms with keys 
and buttons. And when the order comes down, there's two guys that put keys in the thing. They turn it. They right, I've button, seen that in the movies. Right, and the fucking missile goes out. The missile. Right? Yeah. Now, everyone in every one of those, there should be you know, if for every Christian in, in the room, there should be an agnostic in the room or an atheist because that's the order that I think, like, if you're really like, well, we got the order, well, let's blow up the world. I don't know that I'd be able that's to do amazing. that. That's yeah. amazing. You know what I mean? I, I think if you're I'd not like, scared well, of that, then you, yeah. you're not scared of anything. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's... Well, I know they get regular psychological <laughs> testing for those folks, yeah. but I don't know what they're testing for to see if they're broken enough to turn the key. Yeah, well, you they told to my dad that they're right, capable. Right, my dad took a psychological test, and they told him that he was capable of that, and that, and I always thought, wow, that's not a yeah. fucking good thing. That's yeah, right. you, you don't want to hear that. That's, you didn't have to yeah. tell me that. Yeah, you're wow. gonna I'm not sure I want to know that. Turn the life. fucking you know, but that to me is the, the you know, um, now they, you know, again, they, uh, I don't want to make my dad seem like a bad guy. My my dad's a good dude, and, and uh, you know, wouldn't. Uh, I don't think in any situation to hurt somebody that was innocent or whatever, but might be the kind of guy that, you know. What well, right, if they've trained here's you? The rule, here's where we, what we've been doing. Yeah. It's what we do. If you're trained to be a killer, yeah, it, it should not surprise anybody when you kill. I mean, you've been trained to do it. Yeah. And it is ultimately a job with requirements you, right. you meet these minimum requirements uh, and some people excel like your father to be in special forces right and like you were saying Danny, the, those are some of the brightest dudes you ever meet yeah and they read extensively that's why a lot of them are agnostic and atheist they read philosophy they're reading poetry they're they're very intelligent people and, yeah. very and this is the greatest challenge they could find right and they're very and they're individuals they don't oh, really God. it's not monolithic yeah they're not they're not there's not a whole like They'll do things as a team, you know what I mean, and have fun together. But their lives are, in you know, when you like when you go and see them, they're you know. Now here, you know, here's a weird thing. Okay, I'm throwing this piece of information out there to see if what happens. I've had four, five, six, maybe. Okay, if you count rabbis, I'd say eight or nine preachers, rabbis, leaders, church leaders, right? for one reason or another happened to be in my show right in the audience and they come up to me and we have long conversations i've done this year alone i've done two i've done my show at two different synagogues and a and a methodist church in uh, indianapolis right preachers love me right rabbis love me the people that get mad at me are the congregation yes and <laughs> and even further than that the people that get mad at me are not the people that go to church every week they're the people that go to church on easter and christmas and have judgments for me you, you know what i mean right. it's the people that don't know anything about it right. that have never read the book right they they wear the cross and they and and they don't hate they hate gay people and you know right. they're the ones that are so furious with me well the pastors but, i know that are my friends all have the same thing in common. They question their faith every day. Every day. And when they lay their head down, they still have that faith that day. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And they read. Yep. You know, the, they read, And they don't just read stuff to reinforce the belief. The, the preachers I've had conversations with and, it, and, the, and the rabbis, they're interested in different points of view. They're interested in, in – there's – you know, religious scholars. But that's that are, a small percentage of that group. Of people it's a too. small percentage. Yeah. I'm, that's, not, that's, that's the reason not, I didn't yeah, say yeah. them all. I said six, seven, You're eight. You're going to attract a lot of people that are searching. 
and that that are they're looking you know what i mean and have spent their lives searching for what is what's the answer right which right. is you know and those are professional searchers at that point right and there's yeah. nothing sadder than one to run into one who's in the middle of his career yeah. and is stuck there for financial reasons right but okay. has stopped really believing right mm-hmm. yeah I, I found those guys i feel so bad for them as they try to transition to some other life right that's a very difficult time and oh, there are people like be, that. it's hard it's hard to transition to anything when you're 40 you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You're going to move directions at that age. Yeah, yeah it's not. It's, it's not easy. Yeah, yeah. But it 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 interests me that when it, when I'm on stage and somebody stands up and starts screaming and cussing, yelling at me, you agnostic piece of crap, you atheist, but that's not the preacher. No, it's no, not no, the no, preacher. No, no. That's that's the that's kid. That's not somebody searching either. No, they, they have right. found. They're it. not searching for anything. And they didn't really find anything. They just decided that they're going to go with what they. <laughs> Have in their head. Like I was this. in. Uh, well, that is the, the meanest. Easy, that is the default and easy mode. Yeah, there's a dogma already written for you. Right. Just accept that, and you never have Isn't to think about your personal yeah. cosmology again. Yeah. Yeah. The meanest people I've ever met, the meanest people in my family, were always the p- most religious. And I'm not saying that everybody that's religious, because my mother, is at, is the most religious person I've ever met, and is the sweetest human being I've ever yeah. met. Because she's not pushing it on you. She's trying to make herself better. And she's trying to figure it out for what her, what, how she's supposed to live her life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, boy, it would be nice if you, would, if you would find it. But I understand. Everybody's got their own path. But See, that's, that's fantastic. The, it, it is fantastic. Yeah. But meanwhile, there was four or five other ones that were like, you, you know what, that's... You're gonna go to hell, and and, and and you're I'm you're gonna go, you know, they, and they and really you just have a a mean mad person who gets to use that. To, That's to their little their tool. Agenda. That's yeah. their little tool. They can judge every single person, right. and they you know someone drives by in a car that they don't think is appropriate right. for their town, and they can judge that. And, Some people need that and, kind of certitude. God's yeah. they really monitors. do. They need to have a black and white world. With every answer provided. Yeah. If you're not a person comfortable understanding that there's almost no answers. Right. Then you are going to gravitate to some place that gives you all the answers in one package. And I, I would be lying. I'd be lying if I would, if I said there's not there's not a small part of me that envies that kind of certitude. Sure. That How nice would it be just to relax because I got all the answers, you know? Hey. Would I trade They've yeah. got a book that tells them, thou shalt not kill, and then gives them all the exceptions in it. <laughs> for the rest of, well, it, the, rest of the book is just a list of... And then they put the except, patch, then except, they put the patch yes, on their jacket yes, that says, yeah, kill yeah. a Kong, a Kong right. for Christ. Yeah. I actually read a soldier justifying his Christianity by saying, the actual Greek word can be interpreted to mean, thou shalt <sighs> not murder, right. not thou shalt not kill. Right. And so if that, it's thou keep shalt talking, Lowell, but I'm going to open another piece of joke yeah. here. If keep it's talking. thou shalt not murder, we're not murdering. We're doing and God's that, work here. Right. This is. I got it. God we, sanctions we this. Are, we are packing. We're killing, but we are not murdering. We're packing God's warehouses with souls. <laughs> Where have I heard that? Then be, Let God sort them out. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. That, well, no, no, that I, was always my favorite. Like yeah, I heard that. God's like a fucking God manager of a warehouse. And he's like, all right, these, these go to limbo. He's, <laughs> what, is that another fucking, god damn it. 
Air Force. Jesus Christ, you keep... All right. Forklift, Section B. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just... Oh, my God. It's the unending... Who wants to read this? Oh, I do. Danny, I do. you want to read this? I'm going to put this out. It's a little big. Oh, it's... Yeah. Okay, let's see what we got here. Holy... Holy Dickie's Prayer. Gentle Jesus, bless each bomb we drop today on Vietnam and keep our helicopters safe from natives they fly low to strafe. Lord of life, increase our skill to build up added overkill and let no pacifist decry. The Strontum 90 in our sky. That's What was that? That's I don't it. know. I don't know what that is either. That must have been a Vietnam term. Must be. Heavenly yeah. Father, we entreat. Yeah, let no one sell the Cubans wheat. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> they can't even have wheat. And, <laughs> and grant us power to chastise all insubordinate allies. Holy Spirit, give us grace to win the guided missile race and help our scientists amass vast arsenals of germs and gas. From further dwindling, Lord, preserve our ever-shrinking God res gold reserve. And we beseech thee, come what may, let overseas investments pay. The world's most upright Christian land, we ask these blessings at thy hand. Be thine the glory, Lord on high, when women weep and children die. Wow, it just it should end with MAGA, but it's got a picture of <laughs> uh, it's got a picture of uh, Tricky Dicky, yeah, and it's and he's got a halo, and he's wearing some sort of uh, pajama uh, thing one kind of pajama outfit. Yeah, well, one yeah, thing one, well put, yeah. And then uh, he's he's got it's Richard Nixon, and he's got a halo above it, and I think this has got to be. For fun. Right? Oh, this is a this is sarcasm. Yeah. This is sarcasm. I was really this disturbed is... until I saw Nixon's face. Yeah, right. this yeah. is and a this is a, is a uh, Vietnam protest poster. Oh, good. Is what yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's sarcasm, but you know the point they're making. I I under here's you guys rip this next statement apart. Okay, tell me how crazy this is because that's what I, I want. Okay, I understand going. I want to join military right okay you go in you got a band of brothers you got the you know you friendships for life, that whole thing you know mm -hmm. and we're gonna go and i believe that the united states of america needs to protect itself and to protect its interests all over the world and i am willing and able to to be a part of that protection you know i don't uh believe in in god you know, I'm I'm an agnostic, and I'm I'm ready to go, and because this is human behavior, right? And we have to protect this country. I get that, right? I might not agree with every single part of it, but intellectually, I get that. Okay. Right. On the other hand, I get I'm a Christian, and I've been told thou shalt not kill, so I'm against the military, and I'm against us killing other people. I'm against, I, because my book that I believe tells me that yeah. when these two things connect so easily, 
I'm baffled. I'm frustrated. I'm confused. I don't understand it. But I understand a, both sides. It's such a small percentage of Christians that are true pacifists. I mean, correct me if yeah. I'm wrong, it's pretty much only the Quakers who joined the military as pacifists right. and refused to carry a weapon. And then they're, they're uh, Red Cross and stuff like that, right? They're yeah, yeah, but you can, you can be a medic. Yep. And you don't have to. Right. You don't, you I've don't read some to. stuff about Used the Quakers. Used to be a stretcher bearer, now yeah, it's a medic. Yeah. 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 Right, yeah. Um, now, see, this I get. It, in my little warped little you know brain, I, I'm a pacifist because I'm a Christian, but I would like to help out. I'm not going to kill anybody. Well, there's, that's the way. I mean, How many pacifist I Christians that. do you know? I, I don't associate sorry. pacifism with Christianity. I, Lord, I, I wish. The Crusades, I wish, the Inquisitions. I Lord, yeah, I yeah. really wish that wasn't true. What you just said. Yeah. You know what I mean? In my little, which Danny and I talk, every time Danny and I talk, it always comes down to this. I have invented a world in my head that don't exist. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we all uh, have. Yeah. And I, to answer your question honestly, I personally know three pacifists that are Christians. That's it. And I probably know 5,000 Christians. Three of them are pacifists. Right. Are they active pacifists or yes. and we're gonna, pacifists? Uh, no, we're going to talk about one of them in the next hour. We're about to take a break, and we're going to do what is essentially part two of this little discussion. Can I just say this? That First of all, I, I listen, I love you, but I think you beat yourself up too much on this idea. Mm -hmm. There are great people. There's just not a lot of them, and there's not supposed to be. <laughs> And it's supposed to be hard work to find talk more like about this there's not collection supposed to be. of people that you've put together. But you have found people that are worth loving and that are worth getting up every day and trying to figure out things for. Oh, yeah. Now, there's a majority out there that are going to be. A, a, I don't even know if it's a majority. There, there are there's a number of people out there that are not going that are going to get up every day and they're just going to be in, 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 and they don't care whatever it is. They're going to watch Maury Povich and they're going to fucking, <laughs> they're going to eat um, fat and they're pushing it in their, in their bodies and they're going out drinking tonight and they're going to try to fuck their uh, girlfriend's sister. I'm pushing the mic away and putting my head in my hands. And they're, <laughs> and that's, and that's just, and, but those people, it you, you know, uh, I've always said this about the Bible. To me, the Bible is a puzzle. There's all of there's a there's a few good ideas in there, but it's surrounded by all this shit you got to get rid of, and and that's what I think about people too. There's all this shit that you got to push away, because then you find the ones that you just adore. And you live for them. And if you want to change this idea about religion and, and, and America and, and the military, it's very simple. Should have been done a long time ago. It was sort of, but then it got perverted. Everyone goes in the military. Everyone. Everyone's ass is up for grabs. Nobody gets out of it. Everybody has to serve Not the even country Trump. for four years or three years or whatever we decide to do. Uh, everyone. Everyone's ass is up for grabs. Then it, then that changes everything. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Because then we all have to decide, is this where we want to go? Is this where we want to send our children? Because right now, the only real 1% that's out there is the 1% of us that have served. 
you know, and we get to use that in every argument. Don't get me wrong. I love sure. it. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. the ultimate Trump card, right? Yeah. You get to fucking. I love that. You story. want me on that wall. Yeah. You, you need, need me, me on that wall. Tell the story about yeah. Texas, Danny, because it's a beautiful story. You're on stage in Texas yeah. during Gulf War, right? Was yes. It? Yes. During yeah. it. And Danny, I'll yeah, say it again. Wars. I've said it before. If you haven't seen his comedy, Google him. He's got a CD out there somewhere. Yeah. Buy it. Tell uh, the story. You're in Houston. Yeah, and the guy stands up, the one with the guy stands up yes. right there. In the, and uh, you're not fucking saying that. Or I forget what he said, but it was like. You're, you're, you're doing a bit. You're criticizing the war. A couple yeah. of the, you, you've got some issues with the oh, way it's handled. Oh, that guy, yes. Right? And you can't talk about that. And I said, what unit did you serve with? And he goes, what? I go, what <laughs> unit did you serve with? And he goes, oh, I didn't, I didn't serve. I go, well, I served with 4th 325th Airborne Infantry, so I get to say whatever the fuck I want to, and you can sit the fuck down. And it does. It changes the whole. People it like, changes oh the whole God. thing. Yeah, you know, it changes the whole thing. And it, it's earned you the right, and, and, I, and I personally believe I also have the right because I have a freedom of speech. Yes, absolutely. But you have more weight to it because— But no, I you, don't. Well, I'll tell no, you— No, Look, look. I'll tell you one way you do have more weight. You— You've been inside the building, so you know more. You can look if I want to write a, a comedy bit, you know, about being from about about New England, and I've never been there. Yeah. It's not going to be very good, right? Right. I had to go, right? You know, I can read about New England all I want, maybe construct a little bit from what I've read. But the best way to write a good bit is to get your ass in the car and go to New England. Mm-hmm. You want to write a bit about the military? You've been in. If I'm going to try to write one too. I'm going to have to do a lot of work to catch up with what you already know. Here's the question that you should ask Lola and I, and I'll answer it for you. Please. For my, do you want your child to join the United States military? That, I, I'm glad because that the was my end. That was my, that's no my end question. fucking way. Yeah. I, I would drive my child to the border myself. Yeah. Because I don't think the military is any longer the instrument that I thought it was. It's oh, an yeah. instrument of oligarchs. It's an instrument uh, of... Creating and maintaining wealth for a small group of people, and we're oppressing people all over the world. It's amazing how many countries we have troops stationed in. Yeah. I don't think Americans know that. I mean, it's well over sixty countries. It's like sixty-four. They don't countries. know, and they don't care. And not only are they stationed there, they're committing some violent acts in a lot of these yeah. obscure places, and the public's completely unaware. And those people are paying the price. Those kids that signed up for this are paying the price. And we're all still sitting at home. And it's not a, it's not an evil organization. Not it's not. It's not a, I don't it's think not of, a, I don't it's think not of a, it that way. It's not a corrupt organization. It's not organization. the organization that's evil. It's how it's but being they used. have weapons, and weapons tend to make everything more fucked up. Yeah, it much. tends to look if you send an organization overseas and all they have is uh, bologna sandwiches and band aids, right? You almost never. Have a massacre, you know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's really hard to do Almost real never, damage. You almost with baloney and bandages. There were those two. There were those two. Yeah, yeah. You know, but <laughs> if you turn a bandaid on its side and slice horizontally, <laughs> I had an M16 with an M203 grenade launcher, Jeez, you know, strapped to the point. bottom of it, and and an unlimited amount of rounds end up fucking radio that connected to me to the greatest air power the world has ever seen this 
It's dangerous. It's just dangerous. You know Unless what it sounds like to me? Unless all of us are doing it, I'm not. You know, if my kid comes to me one day and says, Daddy, I want to go in the military, I'm going to go, do me a favor. If you really have to do this, this really is something that you want, join the fucking Coast Guard because they're the only ones that actually defend the United States of America. That's a good point. You know what? You Both Lowell and then Danny's description sounds to me, it's like the Romans. Sure. Well, yeah, pan, pan Americana. Spread, Which is spread out, all spread out. Got troops everywhere, trying to you know for the you know trying to get money, but funneled back to the head. And one day we should talk about because so how many Romans were walking around? Because there is a side with, of me that wishes that if we're going to be that, then be that. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? But, Have that well, fucking that army out there and 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 just eating up. Real estate, just <laughs> you know. Well, and the Romans just were better about at least. Here's your Burger King. Here's honor, your McDonald's. Yeah. Here's your Chick Fil A. <laughs> here's your IKEA. Here's your. Wait, Once shit, again, I got, I'm going to put my head in my hands. Yeah. I can't. No, uh, no. Yeah. Well, the, the, I, I want to address the whole idea of evil because I still think that the people within that institution, a lot of them are incredibly noble people. People yes. willing to sacrifice yes. for a cause. It doesn't matter whether they're Bigger the than themselves, right. yeah. yeah. Yes. It's the fact that they, they've shown their willingness to sacrifice. So I think that's noble. Yeah. What's evil is people who have never put themselves in harm's way deciding to send these kids yes. Yes. to do bidding that has nothing to do with maintaining our safety or our freedom or projecting... Those kinds of, of things for other people. Yeah. It, it, that's the part I find evil. And, and I don't use evil very lightly because that, that's a hell of a word. Yeah. And the ones evil. that have never served and have no idea of it and have uh, and believe offhandedly, well, we just go in there and kill them. Right. Just go in there and kill them. Like. What, what did Trump say a couple of weeks ago? Why do we need intelligence? You're supposed to just be killing people, right? Right. Oh. Well, and then he Did also his his, wow. his experience with venereal disease. Yeah, uh, as that was his own personal Vietnam. Yeah, his uh, personal uh, Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, that was hellish for him. And that it was shot sucked. <laughs> and it's the reason why he that he thinks the way that he thinks, you know. And it's like you know, there is a that that Ken Burns uh, uh, Vietnam is on Netflix right now, and it's whatever I don't know, fifteen hours or ten hours or whatever it is. And, uh, uh, you know, my dad used to give me books about Vietnam. You know, I used to be able to debate very deeply both sides of Vietnam, which really irritated people. You know what I mean? <laughs> Whatever side you took, I took the opposite. <laughs> then went right after you. Just went right that is irritating. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but as much as I know about that conflict, this documentary gave me so much more and it's done so well and if you want if you love your country and uh, blah blah do me a favor sit down watch that from beginning to end and then email me uh you know at danny bevins at hotmail.com or on facebook and tell me one way or the other you know what you really believe about that and if you still trust your government to get to take your children and put them in a position like that. Yeah. That's a, yeah. I mean, you know, 
this is the kind of conversation. That's beautiful and cathartic. I'm yes. just sitting over here having a moment. <laughs> Look, here's Danny, the thing. fantastic. Like Danny's story, you know, you get up on stage and you, and you, you construct your opinions and your, and your research and your thoughts into something hopefully humorous and somebody stands up and starts screaming and yelling. I, I'm bored with that. Someone comes up to me after my show and says, you know, you said blah, blah, blah. I don't really see it that way. Oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> this, feed me, feed yeah. me. Because now, now we're both giving to each other. Yes. And we're really, and that's the, that's probably uh, the, the, the best version of love, passion, whatever, whatever you want to mm -hmm. say. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's the, you know, the greatest thing about my relationship with my wife is not just that, man. She's an animal in bed, really. <laughs> but it's that she's that passionate outside of it. Yes, and I've known and her in for, the right way for a know? while, yeah. and she is. I, I'm a big fan of his wife. I got very lucky. Yeah, <laughs> I'll kick my covers as well, so I understand. Yeah, and Lowell's the same. That's another thing I have in common. My friends have in common. They they got lucky oh, yeah. with women. What are they? Well, why they're not all Kids. lesbians? I don't understand. Oh, yeah, my that's. God. I mean, they should. We had that conversation. Tom and I did last night. I was talking to my friend Tom Simmons. I I I completely understand lesbianism. I mean, I I wouldn't want to mess with us either. Well, I'm a lesbian yeah. trapped in a male's body, so I absolutely sure. understand. Yeah. All right, I'll tell you what we're gonna do. We are gonna. Uh, we're going to wrap up this episode, and but I've got a part two, or I don't know what you want, really want to call it, but I've got the another side of this discussion. So I'd sure like then. to say thank you so much for listening, and uh, Danny Bevins and Lowell, look look up both of these gentlemen. and, uh, and Keep coming back to, to Stuart's junk. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> All right, stuff. take care, everybody. Stuart Huff's Obsessive Curiosities is an on-tour production. Matt Holt, producer. Matt Holt, also wrote that sentence if you want to support us please rate and review us on itunes anything you do is greatly appreciated you can visit our facebook page also at Stuart huff's obsessive curiosities we'll post items of interest there and you can chit chat with other obsessives i even stop by from time to time to see if i can buy anything from anybody i've been Stuart huff if you've liked my obsession as much as i do thank you very much for listening to me <laughs>